How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Day 108, Joe Biden abandoning American citizens to the Taliban. How sick is that? Including military family members, including thousands of green card holders eligible to live in the U.S., including our Afghan allies. Women now have lost the right to go to work and school. There's public beatings of women in the street. There's murders in broad daylight as they discover anybody that might have assisted the U.S. in the last 20 years. And Joe's turned the page. The media's turned the page with him, and nobody comments on it, it seems, but us. I mean, there are a few others. And for those of you that are commenting on it, thank you. I'm not going to forget. I'll, if I have to count this down to the day I drop dead, I'm going to keep counting it down till we get every American home safely. Um, this is now getting very interesting. Now, Mitch McConnell just made a statement that now we supposedly had a debt ceiling deadline of Friday. But Janet Yellen yesterday said, well, the real the real deadline is December 15th. And the government's going to run out of money and we're going to have to close down the government. They don't close down the government. They close down. What they always do is you keep essential services, meaning Social Security checks go out, Medicare checks, is, Medicare stays open, the military stays operational, and a lot of other people get laid off to save money, and then they end up getting the money back after the deal is finally done. This, this is now in the Democrats' hands. And I'm not sure Mitch McConnell said that they weren't going to do this again because last time he caved like a cheap suit and got, what, 10 other Republicans to join him and bail out the Democrats so the Democrats had more time to put together their new radical Green New Deal socialism. And unfortunately for them, uh, it's not looking very good right now. Joe Manchin was very clear yesterday, and this is pretty interesting. I, I don't know how to fully interpret it, but right now it seems like all the power is with Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, although she is more obscure in, in what her position is, but Manchin said yesterday he will not commit to Schumer's timetable for moving ahead on Biden's nearly two tr- trillion dollar tax and, and spending bill before the end of the year, which they want to use the reconciliation process on. We find out today again they're trying to sneak in another provision to grant amnesty in this case to six point five million illegal immigrants. This is now, I think, their fourth official attempt to to sneak this in the reconciliation bill. All three prior times, they were stopped by the Senate parliamentarian. Anyway, Manchin is saying that he's reviewing a version of the legislation passed two weeks ago by the House. 
He's made no decisions about timing for debate and whether he can support the bill after the Senate completes their own draft. Uh, then you, then the Democrats have another big problem is, all right, then now that if, if it's a different bill, which apparently it would be passed in the Senate from the one passed in the House, now they got to go to conference and they got to have an agreement and vote on it again. So I don't know if any of this is going to happen. Who knows? Manchin rightly is, is he's raising the right questions. And he's concerned about the impact of this massive federal spending on inflation, telling reporters that he heard deep concerns about inflation, rising prices uh, from his constituents in West Virginia during his Thanksgiving break. And then add to this now the discovery of this new variant of 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 covid-19, what is it, Omicron. And, you know, God only knows what that's going to do to the economy. That adds economic uncertainty. The exact quote from Manchin was the unknown is is great right now and it's getting greater. Inflation is now more than transitory. We found out it's not transitory. And on top of that, you have this new strain of covid. They're very much concerned about no one knows what effect it's going to have. And then you have inflation on top of all of this. So all these things give you cause to pause. So we'll see what he does. Um, You know, this debt limit, Republicans have been completely eliminated from any process of negotiating uh, as it relates to a budget. They're not involved at all. It's a 50-50 Senate with Kamala Harris as president of the Senate, as vice president being the tie-breaking vote. And that means every Democrat has to be on board. Now, if that's not, if they lose one, they lose the vote. And Manchin's not on board. And then you got, of course, the progressive squad in the House. You know, they're they're up in arms at any changes that Manchin might put in the Senate bill. Anyway, the last time the Senate had to wrangle with the question of funding the operation of the government was in October And I have no idea after two months, Mitch McConnell promised he was not going to help the Democrats out, nor should he. They have control of the House, the Senate and the White House. They are the ones that have eliminated any opportunity for bipartisanship with Republicans. Republicans have been shut out from the beginning. And after two months and the final days, as the debt ceiling date approached, well, then McConnell gave in to the extension. I hope, he do- I hope he doesn't do it again. If he does, he doesn't really belong to be majority. Listen, he just doesn't, except for the issue of judges, I just don't see a lot of strength in Mitch McConnell as a leader. I just don't. You know, Congress is now a couple of weeks away. Now the deadline is really not Friday, but December 15th, according to Janet Yellen, to raise the federal debt ceiling or debt limit. And... Anyway, they don't appear anywhere close to a deal, nor the Republicans should not help them on this. A majority of voters now oppose Biden's build back better new Green Deal socialism. According to the latest Rasmussen poll, overall, 51 percent indicated opposition to it. Sixty nine, only sixty nine percent of Democrats support it. And 54 percent of independents oppose it. Seventy four percent of Republicans oppose. I don't know why any Republican would support this thing. Um, anyway, uh, so we're going to have to wait and see what happens because it's really not good for the country. Anyway, Congress 
seeking to fund the government, raise the debt ceiling by Friday and avoid a shutdown. Look, the government never shuts down. There's always this panic and the media presses the panic button and they're going to want to blame Republicans. Don't blame Republicans when the Democrats have full control of every chamber and the and the and the and the White House. They've got it all. One party rule. This is it. So initially it was midnight Friday. Janet Yellen says there's a little wiggle room in that. Um, the Even the annual defense policy bill that was supposed to be one of the easier items on the Democrats' to-do list for the end of the year. But yesterday there was a snag um, in how difficult December might prove as the Senate Democrats search for a path forward on the social spending plan, try to avert a default, and fund the government and... You know, this is the dysfunction that is the modern, radical, extreme Democratic Socialist Party. This is who they are. This is what this is the America that they promised you. You know, so now we've got to avoid the government shutdown. Some House Democrats express cautious optimism on inflation. How do you how do you express cautious optimism? Congressman Tom O'Halloran in Arizona. Inflation right now is problematic, but not as out of control as as far as the econom- economists across our entire nation have indi- indicated. You don't know what you're talking about. Democrats now are headed towards the biggest electoral loss probably in their history because there's not a single thing that they can appoint to where, where they say that they're successful. Americans expect results. The, the, the most mind-numbing part of all of this is all of it was preventable. Joe could have easily avoided the debacle in Afghanistan. He had March, April, May, June, July to get every American out, every service member family out, every green card holder out, every Afghan ally out. He could have easily just drone strikes here and there, pushed back the Taliban that was on the march. He didn't lift a finger. We could have gotten all our military equipment. That could have been prevented. The border can be fixed immediately. Bring back the stay in Mexico policy. Build the wall and end catch and um, or not catch and release, process and release. Go back. In other words, go back to the Trump policies. You want to start, stop the problem with the economy and inflation? The single best thing you can do is adopt Donald Trump's energy plan. Stop artificially lowering the world's supply of the lifeblood of our economy. Stop begging OPEC and Vladimir Putin to produce more oil. By the way, how does this, what difference does it make to planet Earth, Mother Earth, if you're drilling for oil in the Middle East or Russia versus the U.S.? The only difference is we keep Americans working, high-paying career jobs in the energy sector, and we're energy independent, and we could be a net exporter of energy like we were under Donald Trump, and it's, you know, and pay a dollar fifty less per gallon, and pay less for every product we buy in every store we go to. We can do that immediately. Biden released some oil strategic reserves, and it didn't do a thing. Didn't move gas prices. Now they're trying to do it again. It didn't work the first time. Republicans and Democrats across America want to cut food tax. I'm all in favor of cutting any tax. We are not undertaxed as a country. We're overtaxed. Then we've got uh, Biden meeting with, you know, major retail CEOs to talk about the supply chain crisis. He's causing that, too.
You know, then he postpones the supply chain speech because he had a disastrous press conference that he made absolutely no sense in. I think people said, you know, why don't we take a nap? They did it 15 minutes before the scheduled appointment. Then you got Pete Buttigieg out there telling families to buy electric cars. You never have to worry about gas prices again. Oh, there's an answer. And, of course, high inflation, low polling. What do you do? Blame the pandemic? Oh, you blame Donald Trump? Jen Psaki literally is blaming Republicans for the inflation. They, they control every aspect of the government. Biden is to blame for the issues with the economy. He's the one that's caused this. You know, why doesn't he take responsibility? Buck stops for me, Joe. Anyway, Saki's blame game even goes further, and the, the attacks against oil companies continues. Well, you're now charging them more for their leases, as we reported yesterday. And Jen Psaki is out there, as we have seen the global price of oil come down. We haven't seen the price of gas come down, so there's also a responsibility for oil companies here in the U.S. and elsewhere to make sure they're not gas-gouging consumer. No, they're in the business of wanting to produce oil and gas, and you stop them. You artificially reduce the supply, and you're willing to beg OPEC, and OPEC keeps telling you uh, to drop dead. They're not doing it. Federal Reserve Chairman warning that the Omicron variant will worsen the supply chain problems. Well, what's Pete Buttigieg, the genius, going to do about that? It's kind of funny to watch because you had Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg visiting South Carolina together amid rumors of a rivalry. And um, CNN fake news is envisioning a Harris-Buttigieg ticket. Even CNN recognizes Joe can't handle a second term. How do you cancel a speech 15 minutes before it starts? There's something way off here. And they're not telling you the truth. They're not telling any of us the truth. All right, 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Listen, money is freedom. It's Christmas bonus time. So I have all my bonus checks from the people that work for me. And I say, Linda, what do I say every year? Money is freedom. Money is freedom. And I try to tell people to save it, especially Jason. And I give them recommendations. And the idea is, is that it gives you freedom to make choices. The more money you're able to save. So I want you to save money. Now, we have record low interest rates right now in this country. If you've not refinanced and millions, tens of millions of Americans have not, you are literally missing the biggest opportunity to save a fortune. Hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every month. And tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. Now, it's simple. Just go to AmericanFinancing.net and they will give you a free mortgage review with no obligation. Absolutely free. Give them a call now. This is real money in your pocket. 866-615-9200. 866-615-9200. Free mortgage review or online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. 